Welcome to Pod Leadum. That's Top Model Podcast spelled backwards. I'm Alexander Price, and do you like big hair? Because that's what you're getting. Ha ha ha. I'm Hannah Jane Ginsburg, and do you really want to know how high the stakes really, really are? <laughs> and I'm J.D. Crump, and you bitty. <laughs> <laughs> and we're, of course, talking about Cycle 15, Episode 2, Diane von Furstenberg, or better known as the girl who is proud of her big square head. <laughs> right can we talk about the episode titles before we get into anchor.fm yes <laughs> so now in case you were confused for a second if you ha- don't remember what psycho 15 is all about they are so desperate to be high legitimate and to mm-hmm. prove yes exactly and to be <laughs> legitimate that the episode titles are just the name of the biggest guest of the episode is it not the guest judge I think we're going to need to have a running thesaurus dictionary of things that are high fashion and things that are not high fashion. <laughs> things that the show has added to become more high fashion and the things they've taken away. Mm-hmm. It, uh, it starts with chandeliers. <laughs> <laughs> Very high fashion. Mistranslated Italian words. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and also ends with sand. <laughs> we'll get there. So... <laughs> We got a new sponsor to talk about, y'all, and it is a top model staple name. You can go to anchor.fm slash podleadum to donate to sponsor us just like Megan. Ooh, <laughs> Megan. Megan. Mm, with I love however, the name Megan because it's relatable, but there's also danger in that you don't know how it's going to be spelled. Oh, yeah. Mm. <laughs> so many ways. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Alexander and I are literally in a working on a project right now where we have two Megan's spelled different ways. Beautiful. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm. So thank you so much, Megan. And anyone can go to anchor.fm slash pod lead to join that lead pod. You got a dollar. You got a dollar. <laughs> Want to know what happened last week on top model? <laughs> so casual. Apparently casualness is still high fashion. High fashion. <laughs> she says, that they had no idea the competition had elevated to a spread, which is impossible because <laughs> they would have had to have signed contracts. <laughs> well, first of all, that she says, I flew 32 girls to California. <laughs> like Captain Tyra was like saluting as they all walked in. <laughs> Although I'll say this, as we'll learn in these two episodes, Tyra, for a reason I dove into, is more available than ever. So maybe she did. <laughs> Kayla showed up a hot mess, full of curls. I was just about to say the way they treat Kayla. <laughs> it's like she showed up garbage, terrible. But we fixed her. We fixed her. <laughs> but then, like, no, you didn't. She wet her hair. It says though they gave her a makeover. They also give us more about Anna Maria in the previously on than in the full audition episode. Because oh did God. you know that she had references? Did you know that she had a New York attitude? <laughs> Is no footage to back up this claim. About her references. And it's almost like they're trying to cover up why they cast her on this show. Mm-hmm. Now, I for was, some funness. Yes, I was relieved to mm-hmm. hear the sweet strains of who will be eliminated tonight back in my ears. Yeah. I missed it. Who's going home? Mom. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
and we get our first look at the not new intro. It's the same style as the last one, although new words. New words. <laughs> same Tyra, same style. And I got to say, my biggest thing about the intro is that I get Sarah. Sarah, in this intro, I literally rewound it to watch it again because I was like, is that the Sarah we met? Let me let me talk about rewinding, though. Let me go on a little rant on rewinding. Because... You finally want to start the conversation about yeah, Blockbuster Rewind. I want to start the conversation about Amazon defaulting to skip intro when I need to pause to take a note. Oh, yeah. It, no, that's a problem. I had to do it like five times to like get it and then at one point i was like i don't even care i don't even care and so i had to, i took notes the second episode opening because i was so annoyed the first time can i just say this too if you are someone in your life that actively chooses to skip the opening credits of episodes Trash. garbage <laughs> garbage like they are my favorite part of almost every show, and I hate that we live in a world with less of them. There are certain shows where I will happily skip the opening credits. Ooh, I want, some I want a Tyra 2 list. I want oh, a Tyra I have, 2 I have list. a Tyra 2 list for you right at hand. And these shows, I feel like, are not on brand for me to watch, and people will be surprised. Justified, which is one of my all-time favorite television shows, not a fan of the credits, and I've been, this is my, like, guilty trash pleasure, Ink Master. <laughs> Ink Master has the worst credits ever. <laughs> what even is it? It's a competitive tattooing reality show no. on Spike TV. What's the opening credits like? Oh, it's just like because... hey, <laughs> hey, you launched into that Wikipedia What's article. What's all about so Eve JW? <laughs> you should not skip that Eve opening credit sequence. She serves it. She sings it. I'm sure they just always make like they put up two pictures of the tattoo artist it makes it seem like they're about to punch each other because everything has to be the most aggressive version of itself ever and it's not even a theme song it's just the same chords over and over again like like that's for a good two minutes also they're much too long <laughs> oh ooh, so i'm very comfortable skipping them fair enough <laughs> so it's not it's not elevated top designers top photographers Top magazine, Italian Vogue in a different font. The makeup on the contestants feels like a direct rebuttal to last cycle's makeup. Because I yes, thought yes, they yes. all looked really good. This, yeah, it is very interesting. Because everyone looks similar, there was no horrible styling. Mm -hmm. They well, looked definitely like robots for sale. Sarah and Chris got clearly the worst bathing suits. Sure, sure, sure. Because sure. they had the open ones with the bandeau top underneath. Yeah. I just didn't like that Esther's, though, started at her navel. Like, I felt like her bathing suit was so low. And it, mm -hmm. just because now I'm so worried for Esther on the show all the time, I was like, did you literally try to give her a bathing suit to, like, show off her chest or something like Probably. i just i don't know there's a lot I of just... mirror stroking in this opening <laughs> i really love the makeup and of course i love the added fake twinkle in the eye oh my god for Anne, sarah chris casey and kayla <laughs> i will say this about eyes though how do you have casey on this show and you have pre-makeover versions of them for the opening credits and you do not have her have glasses and rip them off or just that like is look the at moment. you over the top of them that's mm, the moment. Sexy teacher. Mm -hmm. Casey is two things. An awful person and a glasses wearer. <laughs> <laughs> I, my standout moments from the opening are Lexi doing the chorus line, da-da-da, arms up, bump, bump. 
<laughs> Kendall pushing the mirror away if, mm-hmm. as if it had semen on it. Chris then cleans off the semen. Mm, that's a friend. Yeah. yeah. And Abby Lee Jane is tired from her classes at Princeton. <laughs> so tired. <laughs> and then at the very end, Kayla steps on something on the floor and like looks up like, Oop. oh, it's a man. Gross. Oh, God. got it, got it, got it. <laughs> it's a tiny little fallen angel. <laughs> I know that's the next episode. I'm just happy about that. So we begin in Venice Beach, and uh, Chelsea gives a very accurate description of what Venice Beach is. I understand why they're auditioning Chelsea for the narrator role. Yes. But she is so unenthused. (laughs) Yeah, the problem Accurate, but unenthused. The problem with Chelsea as our narrator sometimes is that Chelsea just seems like she's at a job interview while the rest are having an experience. As we'll find <laughs> out in the next episode, she's not even part of Big Prank Fest. She just was unaware because she was asleep getting ready for her job the next day. Yeah. At first I thought, is Venice Beach high fashion? And then I remember, yes, because Romy and Michelle lived there. Very good point. Smart. And of course, Casey's wearing a shirt that says, I heart me. <laughs> Never. We know. she's like i'm from maine no (laughs) also tara thinks she's on the amazing race and being with her sister will be some advantage and i've got news for tara (laughs) (laughs) also this oh there's a lot we have to wade through in this episode this Mm -hmm. is a rough watch this is actually the first i'll I'll say this right now this was the first episode that i had to stop because i was crying so we'll get oh. to where it's someone's story hit me very, sure. very close mm-hmm. to home. Um, so Tyra got me. Um, <laughs> but I also feel so bad for Tara, who from start to finish feels trapped and does not like anything that's happening. No, ever. She is not prepared for this. So we are greeted by Harry Perry singing the top model theme. I love that. I liked it. I thought it was a good cover. It's not bad. Yeah. Let me tell you some other songs, because he is a recording artist. Some of the titles of the songs are X-Man Can't Save Me Now, Aww. Queen of the Robot World, Great. Time Travel Freaks, Love Jet, and Hot Rod Lincoln. So very transpo inspired. <laughs> yes. From the bit of research I did, it also looked like he was very instrumental in trying to keep gentrification from completely taking over Venice Beach and yes. trying to... Uh, preserve its spirit and let the artists who really make it what it is do their thing when rich people tried to kick them out that's incredible and i hate that the girls act scared of them what a nice man playing his guitar <laughs> like and also you do not have to be threatened their own rollerblades you could tip perry perry right over if you, got, <laughs> if you got scared like even chris chris who's someone i would think would be thrilled to have fun happening and she's he's totally Anne's type <laughs> One fire breath later, she would have been very. Mm -hmm. He says, the fastest way to start your climb to the top is in your new house. What does that mean? Well, there aren't any stairs on the beach. (laughs) You know what, Hannah? You're absolutely right. (laughs) I went on such a journey with my impressions of this house. Because let me tell y'all, outside, the outside look, this is it. This Mm -hmm. is what I want. This is what I need. This is the this JW is Dream House. Dream Glass House. and Lucite. Yep. For first level, the framed Vogue magazine covers. Loved it. I love the colors. 
I hate this kitchen. Yeah. This kitchen is hard to look at. I don't know why <laughs> they went with medium pink so much. Where is the high fashion I mean, it's Venice in this Beach. house? Fair. Yeah. Yes, but where is the high fashion? The runway. I mean, to me, the nicest part of the house was the runway over right in front of the window. Yes. That's cool. That was cool, but then the, how the window opens was not cool. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad I wasn't the only one who thought about that. I was like, are you being because too critical of a window, JW? <laughs> we have we have tall ladies. That runway didn't stop at the edge of when that window was open, so they could smack their face into it so hard. Can you imagine if they're always walking forward and it's open and their head just peeks out of an open window at the at the, at the end and then they have to turn around? <laughs> there is but, also a disgusting feature of this house. Okay, oh my that's God. the thing. That's the end of my journey. Because oh. I was like, is this one of the nicest ever? And then Rihanna comes on screen. The only Ugh. time I think we'll ever see Rihanna sad. Mm -hmm. Because they clearly were trying to edit it like Rihanna liked this. Uh-huh. But that was not the sentence that she said. She's no. like, and there's sand on the top level. This sand is literally going to be everywhere in this house. Can you imagine how quickly this pit is going to get disgusting? And this is a spoiler for next episode. They can't avoid the sand room because the phone is there. I can't believe they did something worse and grosser than hard candy runway. Yeah. <laughs> I can't believe I was like, at least the, the candies, you could get rid of it pretty easily. All things said. Ugh, this sand. Can't get rid of that sand. Also, things could live in there. Like, ugh. Yes! Ugh. I do hope we get one <laughs> little clip, one transitional start of just a hermit crab who's taken up residence. Just like, <laughs> da -da. like it's a survivor clip at that point. Like, yes. did it, did it, did it. <laughs> one of those crabs with the fuzzy eyeballs. Oh, I love them. <laughs> one turtle going out to sea. <laughs> the roof deck did look nice, except yep. for the little astroturf rug. But yeah, we didn't need that. But no. that's outside. I get it. Like so many people end up having to have astroturf when you're outside. Chris is here to be a matchmaker and says, Anne looks like she hasn't had a boyfriend. What's your type? I thought this was funny. Anne having fun was funny to me. <laughs> the beginning of the troll, too. She is, her line of hobos are kind of hot <laughs> and saying like, as long as he's like under 60, it's fine. He has to be a warlock and he has to spit fire. And he has to know how to make sushi. Felt like she snuck a real one in there. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I just, Anne comes off to me like, well, everyone thinks I'm weird. So this is an opportunity for me to fuck with people and get away with it forever. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. For and I love sure. Chris's response of, oh, you're going to be single then. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't even that she was judging it. She was like, too complicated. <laughs> too specific. <laughs> the other thing I don't like about this house, I mentioned it before, but is the mistranslated Italian words. <laughs> We've got influente, influential. And then the translations underneath. Also, in the confessional room, it says modello. The word is modella. Mm -hmm. And then there's a word underneath that starts with an F and seems to end with an R. And I don't think that is an Italian word, but I don't know what the word is. French-er. More French than... <laughs> but it's only like four letters. But they're um, always blocking it. We'll have to see if it gets revealed in later episodes. If it's an R... In the middle of the word, I would think it was the word firsties, because this is another group that's ready for firsties at all times. 
Oh, those black and white images of Tyra that she's trying to play off as a cover of Vogue were in Italian Vogue. Oh, well. But they were not the cover. She's never been on the cover. You know who has been on the cover? Naomi Campbell. <laughs> and it was an issue, an issue that Tyra Banks was in, but not on the cover. I think that's also a little bit of a criticism of Vogue Italia, though. I feel like. I'd agree. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. But I just, I just like that Naomi Campbell was on the cover. Well, um, so we, this is the first instance of one of many, but the main two rougher plot lines that we yes. need yeah. to, so to speak, for lack of a better word, that we need to talk about. So, oh, I think your suggestion earlier, but a little, a little behind the scenes, we were talking like, do we give a content warning for this episode? We don't always get those right beforehand because we're theorizing that you'll probably watch the episode before you listen to our podcast in case you haven't um very specifically we're going to delve into body dysmorphia eating disorders body image bullying and like i said first episode that's made me cry and have to stop the episode for a while so be aware yeah and we have to talk about it truly yes it's the whole episode it's the whole episode Mm -hmm. so anna maria through a lot of audition talking heads, is talking about her weight and how she likes to be thin. Lean. Her word is lean. Mm -hmm. She likes Mm -hmm. to see her abs, she says a lot. And it seems like there is some real body dysmorphia issues that the show knew of and didn't really care about yet. There is also, we've had instances in the past on this show where one of the contestants will talk about unhealthy behaviors that they have participated in. We've seen this before. We don't get any of that from Anna Maria. We get restricted calorie restricted diet Mm -hmm. is as far as we get with Anna Maria. So she's not giving the show a lot, though the show is extrapolating as much as it possibly can. Yeah. In this particular scene, she's talking with, Jane and some other folks and she's talking about how I think she said her high heaviest weight was 135 and now she's I think 110 Mm -hmm. and you know it the show's really trying to use this as like a foreshadowing conversation but in the conversation itself it just feels like a casual conversation and this was the little that Anna Maria gave the editors talking about this because to Alexander's point a lot of the talking heads were much more Auditiony feeling. Yes. All these small town girls. They can't make it as models. Mm-hmm. I don't see them. But you're like, all these girls, you you don't mean the girls in the house, clearly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, as a little palate cleanser, we get one heck of a captions crunch. <laughs> <laughs> because now it's time for the reveal of Kayla. And it's done via Chris, <laughs> who says well, this show the show itself wishes that Kayla was coming out for the first time on the show. Mm-hmm. And they keep trying to pretend that's happening when it is so clearly not what's happening. Happened days ago. Um, <laughs> and the captions crunches Chris saying, in case you don't know, because she's talking directly to the producer because Chris has made a friend with the production staff. Yep. <laughs> but it, she captions crunches in case you don't know to she don't know. So it sounds like Chris is saying <laughs> Kayla oh. just discovered herself that she's gay in the moment. No, Chris told her. 
Chris told her. Mm. That's so funny. And I love Kayla's like, no one's even by. I Come love on. that so much. <laughs> like, Liz, your hair short. What's going on? <laughs> Come on, Abby Lee. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Abby Lee, you played lacrosse. What's going on? <laughs> I also love that they cut from that conversation to her whispering about winning in the confessional. Like, Kayla hasn't figured out how the confessional room works. So Kayla she's like, also just loses her voice win. a lot. Her voice in this episode was almost difficult to listen to because it felt painful. Mm-hmm. Like she had screamed all night at a concert and then came well, into Top Model the next day. Maybe this is from very much later after some emotional problems happened. Oh. Mm. Tyra Mail, or as I will refer to it, Tyra Posta. <laughs> That's Italian for Tyra Mail. Oh, I love it. I also would have just called, accepted Tyra Frame. <laughs> because Tyra Frame, Tyra Art. We already knew that black and white is high fashion. Of course. Mm-hmm. This screen is so far above these girls' heads. And then canted. It's the distance that Tyra prefers to be. <laughs> it's a hug mail. <laughs> and also, it's a poem now? Well, y- you know what isn't high fashion? Puns and clues. <laughs> mm. No dad jokes on top model anymore. Also, How shocked were you this was not in Italian? Relieved. <laughs> <laughs> but it is, to y'all's point, it is so high up that we don't ever even get a good camera angle of it. Like, no! it's always got a sun to, glare on it. To get a shot of them reading it, it's so far above because it has to be above the screen also. <laughs> It's like they're standing in the sand looking down at these women. Also, (laughs) as soon as they are done reading it, they just run out the door. Like they've been commanded (laughs) to end the Tyra Mail and then start a race or something. It was weird. So we head to Hollywood and Highland Center, which was the winner of the 2007 Ugliest Building in Los Angeles contest. (laughs) Oh my god goodness that's one of my favorite trivia facts you've ever served up mm-hmm. thank you it is next door not part of where they host the oscars at the dolby theater yeah that makes more sense <laughs> mr j was reaching <laughs> and weird fact my husband chris while we were watching this episode goes oh my god i was there that day he was there in during the day and saw that weird runway and didn't know what the fuck was going on and he had like a repressed memory of being there he's fine now (gasps) did y'all pause the episode and try to go frame by frame to see the top of chris's (laughs) head we get a terrible reading of lines from mr and miss J. clearly this line was supposed to be in unison what happened Uh, out of practice because miss J was used to doing it by themselves mm-hmm Mm. So ultimately, what's going to happen is this is a runway show, and it is going to be four stories in the air. I will say that that is high. It doesn't look high. They don't get a good camera angle of it looking high. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so some of the fear comes across as really outsized, even though it's it's like also a clear runway, which I feel like they didn't emphasize enough because that would be part of the fear if you think about it for a second you also (laughs) have to worry about strangers looking up your dress which would have been my main issue with this runway mine as well 
interesting <laughs> because the the other people aren't on a level uh, that the platform is on they are below them uh-huh huh and, no. <laughs> and it's at night and it's lit up lit up underneath them uh-huh this would have been my number one problem with this yes oh my god i didn't even think about that because i was already like this is an impossible runway show and no one can see what they're wearing but they also can see very private areas of you they say they're wearing victoria's secrets panties we're gonna find out who brought their model basics today i well, guess well. <laughs> it's a diane von furstenberg runway show but to whist they have to do their own hair and makeup because they didn't have staff there that day <laughs> oh i'm twist. assuming it's just so we can get this in-show ad that but, goes from poorly delivered by Chelsea to worse delivery from Anna Maria. But also, we don't get the product. No, we don't. They never don't know say the is. name of it. <laughs> oh, no, they do. It's the InStyler. Thing. Well, but... Oh, sure. but the name of it is the... I thought it was something from InStyle magazine. I didn't realize the name of it was the InStyler. InStyler is the brand, and they make the hair tools. So I think that was technically the most important part, and it was just their latest thing. But InStyler is the name. We didn't even see like a close up, really. It, it looked was like terrifying. It was eating, I would not put hair. that thing. I would not put that thing near my head. No, would not. It kind of looked like a boppet. <laughs> like it just had a couple <laughs> yeah. too many. Like, if you took a boppet and a floby and put them together, one hair eating machine is there. And Anna Maria says, for someone who always, like, uses hair stuff, I can say myself, this is freaking great. Okay. <laughs> oh, well, as a as a long and storied user of hair stuff. Hannah, that's that New York attitude. <laughs> I love that Sarah didn't even think they would be wearing a harness. Sarah was out Sarah's here being like, fall and die. <laughs> if we die, we die. <laughs> for fashion. <laughs> Lexi is Alexander. Yep. She said... OSHA violation. OSHA violation. <laughs> because this runway is swinging and bouncing like a springboard diving board as they walk down it. And then when Casey is blind, Mr. J says, stop at the last light. Says, go, go into the light, Casey. <laughs> and I will say, it is so funny to me that Casey basically has to explain nearsightedness <laughs> to the audience. She was like, so Mr. J doesn't understand what bad eyesight is. <laughs> also, why not just let her wear her glasses? No one can see, can't see her face from that far away. <laughs> I hope Anne did not use the InStyler because she has to wear the most enormous hat. It's Rihanna's. Oh, I see. I said somewhere behind her, Rihanna is quietly fuming. Yeah, because her bow is out. Her head bow. Well, but here's the thing. If they got to style themselves, I guarantee you Ayan made the choice to wear this hat. They just said hair and makeup. I don't know if I, I assumed the hat was part of the outfit she was assigned. <laughs> These clothes are ugly. There's a lot of long, baggy sweaters over short office dresses. Yeah, what mm -hmm. uh, Jane is in a real chill cardigan, real loosey-goosey cardigan. Speaking of ensembles, I'm normally pro Miss J's style generally speaking but this khaki blazer with the big sleeves pushed up over the long sleeve no. graffiti shirt was not a not my favorite look for them no 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 although their Anne face was, was one of their good. best micro impressions ever <laughs> also to add into how dangerous this runway is 
There are stairs up and down onto the runway. Quite multiple people fall because when Anne does it, you're like, sure, Anne's gonna fall off. Of then Anna Maria does. And she literally like, almost fell off from those fucking stairs. And then Casey's face that go- sends us to commercial break, where she just goes, Whoop! like, <laughs> I'm sorry, Casey doesn't strike me as someone who wouldn't try to keep her face model esque. So that she must have been back pretty quick. Scary. <laughs> and then at the fucking end of the show, Mr. J is so bummed. That no one fell off this runway. Oh, no serious injuries? Eh. Hmm. But also, they didn't learn anything. They didn't learn anything from well, the, teach. Not only did they not learn anything, Mr. J makes this whole big point before the show happens that they are going to be judged on this. And you know what they aren't? Judged, judged. on this. <laughs> it's neither a teach nor a challenge. It's just shenanigans and theatrics. I wish that they had made them do the thing you do at a lot of end of runway shows where they all get on at the same time and clap and turn. <laughs> there was a weight limit, JW. <laughs> that was the one thing they followed. They only had one harness. Like if yeah, they make clearly this, did. If you're going to make this so dangerous anyway, go all the way. Do you, do you think they really only had one harness yes. and there was like five to eight minutes between yes. each girl walking <laughs> yes i was gonna make this point hannah thank you for bringing it up <laughs> could you imagine being sitting at the la's ugliest building and waiting 10 minutes between <laughs> each of the 14 models that was so long they were Ask there until three your husband <laughs> your husband he was there during the day experience this. he's lying to you alexander he <laughs> stayed <laughs> I wish your husband had been the person swapped out for that one scared girl for Casey that they kept <laughs> cutting to. <laughs> I also very quickly got a note just because they were apparently in charge of their own styling that Rihanna's styling of herself was to just put all of her hair across her face. Uh, also, I'll say this. Maybe it was just edited in, but Kendall got like a full cheer at some point. Like the audience loved Kendall. Kendall was great. I thought Chelsea had a really great walk, unsurprisingly. Yeah. She just looked like a working model. It was working. And Chelsea's only talking head didn't mention the runway at all. She was worried about (laughs) impressing Diane von Furstenberg. Who wasn't there. She's not there. I know. It's just funny. (laughs) Like, Chelsea doesn't even care about the danger. She was like, wow, I really got to impress this designer. This is the beginning. (laughs) This is the seedling of Chelsea is Mm -hmm. right here. She's like, well, this is the show. I'm going to literally do anything anything to win. Mm-hmm. Back at the house. Loving this super California, the next day on the OC music. <laughs> Ty- this Tyra mail is written by Tyra. This is the mm-hmm. one time I think this Tyra mail was written by Tyra. It's like she she mixed up her stack of Tyra mails and cue cards. Uh-huh. Ever been bullied? What's the one word that hurt you the most? Love Tyra. <laughs> Imagine. You are one of these 14 models. You have only done one thing so far, and it was dangerous and performative. And then you read that Tyra mail, and you're thinking, what the hell is going to happen to me? We didn't break any of their bodies, but what about their spirits? (laughs) (laughs) We arrive at our old friend, Smashbox Studios. We keep skipping over a lot of Kayla's journey, because Kayla's 
whole journey is going to be the thing that makes me cry. So I want to get the fun stuff out of the way. <laughs> Chelsea comes in real hard after that Tyra Mail talking to Kayla and being like, I was bullied for being so pale. And Kayla's like, yeah, I was gay. So <laughs> maybe take it down a, a notch, Chelsea. And it's it's so... Are you too white? <laughs> That really hit me hard, Anna. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but yes, now we're at Smashbox with Rip Shirt time. This also proves immediately how inconvenient it is to stay in Venice Beach. It is not easy to get to or get to places. Right. But they had to source that sand locally, so. <laughs> Mr. J is wearing a t-shirt that says Band Geek. Number one, I don't believe he was ever in the band. Number two, also, that was the worst thing that you were called. Yeah, that was my big, absolutely no way. <laughs> the thing that band geeks call themselves? Mm-hmm. That's the one that hurt you the most? And the amount of preparation they did to make sure that this rip would happen seamlessly is hilarious. Because... I've been, this is weird, I've been in a sketch where I needed to rip my shirt off. And they, you do, you make sure the collar is cut just enough because that's the hard part to get through. But they do a full hexagonal chunk out of this <laughs> shirt. And I'll give them credit, it comes off real smooth, but mm -hmm. it's so obvious what's going to happen. It's so funny. So he nonchalantly rips it off to reveal creative genius. Which, number one, hate. But also, you know what else I hate? The placement of the words. Because knew, for some I reason. I knew you were going to say this. It is, the V is so deep that the words are touching the collar. Alexander, I watched this and I was about to make a note about it. And I literally just read, Alexander's going to talk about this vibe. I don't have to worry about this. <laughs> The journey of you, me learning how much you care, and I think the journey of you learning how much yeah. you care mm. about fonts and placements and word is so funny. <laughs> I'm petty. It makes sense. You're exacting. You're a yes. perfectionist. You would have fixed those Thank words. And, and speaking of being a perfectionist, I should really let this go. But when Mr. <laughs> J says, this word did not define who I became as an adult, it's two words, babe. <laughs> <laughs> Also, I'm going to argue that band geek to creative genius is actually a pretty normal pipeline. So I think it <laughs> did define you in some But way. also, I don't believe you were a band geek. I don't believe you are a creative genius. So double lies. Can you also imagine anybody who's in band watching this and being like, oh, am I supposed to feel bad? Bad? Because I'm in band? Because all those band people be fucking constantly. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that is what they do. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Making out with so much spit. Mm -hmm. They've got really good breath control. Oh, <laughs> and then good we get fingering. A, a weirdness, which is, I hope you all have your word. So at some point, theoretically, that means they got that they would have to come up with what eventually becomes their, quote, bully word and their, quote, power word. But also, he, that phrase of, I hope you all have your word, also implies, I hope you all were bullied enough <laughs> to give us fuel for this shoot. Oh, the range of cl the, the bullying that happened in high school for these different folks is... Look, this is 
this is one of those things. This is just so very Tyra Mm -hmm. in the gulf between good intentions and terrible execution. This is Tyra in a fat suit. Yes. 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 Because clearly bullying is bad. And if you have a platform where you know you're able to communicate directly with a lot of young women, talking about bullying could be very cathartic. It could be really important. It could make a difference. You can see how the seed of the idea was good, and then it sprouted into a trash tree. Well, because there is no investigation. It is all surface. And I'll talk about it now. The fact that they think that the solution to bullying is not to end bullying, but instead to make you reframe how you see yourself Mm -hmm. is already a flawed statement. And it just, ugh. The other big, I mean, there's so many big problems, but one of the big problems that I have with this also is that so many of these women are still so close to when this was actually happening. They're 18, they're 19. They don't have distance from this yet. And we'll get this in a little bit. When Tyra comes to visit, and sees Anne getting emotional and says, oh, it seems like this is really close to you. Yeah, because it was happening four months ago. Yeah. yeah. Before Tyra gets there, we meet the photographer. I'm glad that there was a female photographer for this shoot. Mm. And I'm glad that, for me, she seemed mostly gentle about this. She especially seemed gentle later with Tara and some mm-hmm. other folks that were having some nerves and issues. Deborah Anderson, the realness that I knew she was Australian before she opened her mouth and probably lives in Venice Beach really speaks to the fact that I grew up in California. (laughs) She's fine. It seems like when I did stuff on her, she mostly does celebrities. From the research I did, it said that she had a lot of experience in shooting sort of erotic photos of celebrities. Mm. And I liked that for this shoot because I liked that it was a woman who was used to working with people who were wearing a small amount of clothing. Because if you're going to have the first photo shoot be a really vulnerable bikini shot, I'm glad that they had someone who has been in situations like that before who was not going to leer at them or make things weird. And I thought she did a good bit of teaching with some of them also as she was taking the pictures. Also, kind of looking at this cycle, I agree with all of that for sure. I, I... Taking this cycle and looking at the big picture of it, so much of what Tyra has said and is going to say is top photographers. And I am glad that so far, and it continues to the next episode, that hasn't defaulted to male photographers. Mm -hmm. So many industries are dominated by men, and I'm glad that's not what this has so far become. Hopefully it continues throughout the rest of the cycle, but I like that what i liked a little bit less was <laughs> everyone on the crew of top model has learned to snap and so we get a lot of punctuations of yeah and i just don't need it we've also got a lot of new people so yes we have mark andrews who ends up spoiler doing seven episodes this season as a body painter he was a body paint knowledge specialist for six episodes of skin wars nice so he like it wasn't body painter is just makeup artist with a new name like mm-hmm. it's legitimate isaac prado same thing has worked with a ton of celebrities doing body painting damien carney who is hair mm-hmm. he said on his website he says these are just a few of the adjectives often used to describe the creative genius of damien carney then no adjectives after that are they were said. above the photo okay <laughs> 
Okay. 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 That makes sense. I went through the same journey. And then he says, unnatural in front of the television camera. Okay. Thank you, Damien. Thank you for that. And then Anika Patrickson, uh, wardrobe, 35 episodes in wardrobe of Tabitha Takes Over. Ever oh. heard of it? She got a good wardrobe. Tabitha had a very good wardrobe on that show. I mean, he definitely he definitely knows how to style in monochromatic black. <laughs> I mean, is, that's what we learned. Is everyone on this crew Australian? Because it seems like it. <laughs> Maybe we were between cycles for Australia's next top model, and they're like, just come on over. <laughs> Do a cycle of time. We need some high fashion. Lexi, continuing her tradition of having names in her mouth, well. says that Anna Maria is emaciated. Look. Anna Maria looks really, really thin. She yeah. does. But she's also surrounded by women who are extremely thin. Mm-hmm. So the way she is othered by this episode makes me very uncomfortable. And very specifically, considering the other contestants, I think it's a weird line for the show to be so okay with Anne's body proportions and type. And then come so hard for Anna Maria. It feels like either we're not being made privy to things that Anna Maria is saying that's concerning people. But mm-hmm. if we're not, we need to be. Because yes. it's it's exactly what you're talking about, Hannah. That's It's not coming across as a we're worried about Anna Maria. It's coming no. across like we're bullying Anna Maria. Yeah, it's coming across ironically. as we don't like looking at Anna Maria. Yeah, well, we also don't get a shaky camera steady cam on Anne's body but we really do on anna maria's body like it seems like someone was like go 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 get that angle and i i feel like the show sets up this dichotomy between the two of them to me they're all really thin except for maybe sarah who's more athletic all of these women are super super thin Mm -hmm. yeah i love that chelsea inadvertently shades the show so hard when Tyra comes and Chelsea says, I can't believe Tyra showed up for our photo shoot. Amazing. And I also couldn't. I was like, oh, I totally forgot that Tyra came to this. Tyra arrives wearing a shirt saying big forehead and then removes it to reveal supermodel turned business with a big forehead on the back that one was kind of cute with a big forehead on the back was cute i did i liked it too i found it fun that was fine but now it's a girl who said she could model now it's a girl in this (laughs) story we have been told this story too many times in this very cycle tyra you have to get this together (laughs) also tyra doesn't understand that hurt still hurts (laughs) or she does this is Oh, no. So Tyra is oh, no. there to make people cry yeah. as many as possible, which is bad already. Then there's a big difference between making someone cry one-on-one and making someone cry in front of 20 other assembled people. Her first victim <laughs> is Tara, who have either of you ever heard the phrase soup cooler? I've never heard this. I have not. This was a... I thought it was a Southern thing. Maybe. Oh, um, maybe. I mean, I mean, it could have been a gap in my knowledge, but I, I had never heard that, and I just needed her to explain it slightly oh. more. I hate, <laughs> I hate to make her. Oh, like you blow, like you're cooling it. Oh, <laughs> I literally thought it was you thought it was like, like a like a cooler for food, an yeah, ice cooler, yeah, but for soup. Mm. 
yeah, yeah no it's it's i think it's, it's better easy for you get more air yeah oh big mouth huh <laughs> okay fine but then it just get... sounds like that's something that one person called it and i wouldn't be surprised if <laughs> it was chris <laughs> Tyra also says, back to your point, Alexander, which was so well stated about putting all the onus of healing from being bullied on the person who was bullied. Mm -hmm. Tyra says, there's so much bullying going around. Like it's the flu. We all caught bullying. (laughs) And I would argue there are some women here who I wouldn't be surprised if they were the bullies. Like... (laughs) I'm sorry. Lexi's bullied somebody. Oh, yes. <laughs> Absolutely. Anna Maria seems like she's bull- She's bullying people in the talking heads. <laughs> Chris has bullied some people. <laughs> she's just gotten away with it because she's funny, and that's still yeah. bullying. It's but just... Bacon pick watch. <laughs> bacon picture watch. <laughs> oh, we I love discovered... that the, the listeners came for us about <laughs> it ain't strippy, it's bacon. And I'm sorry. It. I know that that is now correct. When I look at the picture, it still is gross looking. We and also I... didn't explain the cat. The cat <laughs> no, is still unexplained. <laughs> cat, cat is also bacon. Now it's all bacon. <laughs> when Tyra, when Tyra, right to Anne's face and they're about the same height so literally right to her face Mm -hmm. she says when's the last time you cried about that i was like tyra gotta be less obvious come on there was at least a moment of sunshine and that was from liz because liz yes gently touches ann's shoulder and it's like hey you were we were talking about that today like Mm -hmm. hey we're good i'm like thank you liz thank you for that yeah Absolutely. Uh, so if you don't know before we get into it, because it's we're going to buoy back and forth between what the words are. And I think we can just say them now instead yeah. of at the photo, the, the yes. panel um, and some plotty stuff. They both picked a quote unquote bully word and then they picked a quote unquote power word. Now, beyond the words themselves, the idea is to take the bully word and basically create a synonym that sounds better. Which again, to Alexander's point, is putting all the onus on the victim of bullying. Mm -hmm. But beyond that, half of them, if I'm being generous, understood. Real generous. Uh Um, Half of them clearly weren't bullied that much, so they made something up. Uh And then... Some of them just decide full different, just a left field different, especially Chelsea. <laughs> well, because Chelsea might have been a bully. <laughs> because there is she was a 13 year old supermodel <laughs> who is too fat. I mean, she was definitely bullied by the industry. <laughs> sure, but she doesn't use that. No, she doesn't use I it. She, I thought she was gonna. So. Esther, her words are weirdo and independent, which close. I'm okay with that. Close. I'm okay with that. That yeah. works enough for me. I think she was. She was I trying to say think, unique, but a different word. I think it. I don't think it works. I think Esther played the game smart. <laughs> 
I think Esther was like, neither of these really hurt my feelings. So I'm just gonna, sure. Because they have to paint the words on their bodies, which is so traumatizing. Also, it's so traumatizing. I could have, was there just one instance of the power word? One. Okay. That's the other thing. So this actually seemed... But they were also supposed to really show off the power word which in tara's case totally screws her over and her job of modeling a few people but like so they get their body covered in their bully word which we didn't think this through or speak to any kind of specialist about what that might do to some people Mm -hmm. and then they get one one place and maybe they get to choose where it is who knows it's unclear but or maybe they allowed it for one person because yeah. they were really having a day of it. This is something, if you stop and think about it, having this word written all over your body Ugh. sounds like a traumatic event. Yeah, it sounds, sounds like, like it could bullying. have been a thing that happened as a traumatic event. And it makes, as someone who, as someone who is very severely bullied for most of my schooling, if I had to write the words that were yelled at me, yelled, screamed, across my body and to make it seem like it's not a part of me when it's literally being shown as my entire self i don't know how this wouldn't be traumatic like fully ptsd triggers everything about this experience well and also to not be prepared for it because no. I can see a version of this where the idea of the photo shoot, if people knew that that's what the photo shoot was, and then said that they would be a part of it. There's a version oh. of the idea of this that could yes. be powerful, but to be sprung upon you? To be forced to do it? Yes. Yeah. In a sort of cheap bid for extreme emotional reactions. Mm-hmm. You know what really made me sad? And I actually think it was Tyra's best of her talks. I... When Rihanna said that people called her stupid, including her teachers, mm. and then picked undefinable, which I actually thought was one of the better instances of what the idea of this was, and Tyra actually saying, well, you just think different, probably artistically, blah, blah, blah. I was like, you know what, Tyra? You don't have boundaries. This is the closest to what this should have been. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. And then we go right to Lexi. Elfier's too unique. And I'm like, no one called you that. <laughs> no one no called one, you that. No one, no one looks <laughs> at each other's ears in high school. <laughs> Not a thing. <laughs> no one came up to you and was like, Elfier's. And you were like, why? <laughs> why if anything, they I call you this? like, if anything, they call you like Keebler Elf or like, they would be specific. They wouldn't have said elf ear. Ooh, you know what? Lexi bullied ears. herself about that. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Can you imagine going up to somebody like, Keebler elf always with those cookies in that tree? <laughs> <laughs> but no, I can't, I'm just saying, as a kid, could you imagine like young Lexi with her elf ears takes out cookies and someone's like, oh, look, the Keebler elf, right? And then she might have been like, oh. And then never wanted to bring cookies to school. I'm not saying that's real <laughs> bullying. I'm just saying that is something that could happen because kids be dumb. So true. I, kids are dumb. I, I truly love that. I truly love that Lexi was like, I loved cookies. I could not eat them. <laughs> we all know the kid that like bought tuna. I had tuna. to switch to Pepperidge Farm. <laughs> You know, you all know there was one kid who like brought tuna and was like, ooh, smelly fish. And then they're like, well, I never ate tuna again. Oh, like, yeah, that's absolutely. That happens. For sure. I'm not saying that she got bullied for elf years, but <laughs> her her power word is unique. 
Chelsea decides to make a little pun journey for us. When she See, says, this is something that I could believe she actually got called. <laughs> I think this is fair. If this yeah. might have happened once or twice, but to get to do Casper and then for the power to be fearless, a pun on ghost stuff, I think was accidentally brilliant. But also, Gas Casper was not scary. Casper was the friendly ghost. Canonically, <laughs> also, yes. Also, Chelsea doesn't seem overly friendly. So it's, maybe <laughs> also, that was what was bullying to her. She was like, I'm not friendly, and I will not have you refer to me as such. Also, I think... I as am someone focused. <laughs> As someone who has them, clearly what you would make fun of Chelsea for are the freckles. Yeah. I feel like people actually make fun of freckles or even the gap. Part of me is like, good for you for not reliving your trauma. Yep. Because sure. what exactly. are we going to say to you? You weren't actually bullied about that, Chelsea? Mm. She dared challenge. them. She dared I think, them. I think Chelsea is low-key our most brilliant person this cycle because I even think that she said the pale thing earlier to give us the nope. footage. <laughs> And then our biggest bully is next, and that's Casey. Now, I will say this. Her bully word is something that, unfortunately, I have heard yes. a lot of my friends grew up being called. So and there we've heard was this on, on Top show. before. Yeah. Ebony, right? I think I talked about it. I think Kelly did, too. Mm. Yes. Yeah. But Casey's, Casey's word is Oreo. That's her bully mm. word. And then here's the thing. Her power word. Just two is words. One, is one, sure, but beyond that, it's one of those that doesn't really, and I guess what synonym were you going to use, but her power word is Nubian queen, and it's, I don't know, the these don't follow a narrative journey no. the way that Casey wants them to. But also, because this is Casey also one of the is more a trendy. bully. Casey is legitimately a bully. We've seen it. Mm. This is one of the more traumatic words to have written all over your body, though. Like, this is one True. that I just... <sighs> I I agree. But also, I was shocked that they weren't hit with a trademark warning. Because <laughs> <laughs> that is a fully trademark name for huh. a picture. What do you mean? You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. It feels Maybe strange. if you look really close, there's little TMs above each of them. <laughs> little R's. Oh, yes. Now, this is the part that I had to stop the episode. So, mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, I did too. Yeah. So, um, because it is only made worse by the fact that Kayla's lost her voice. And she's talking to Tyra on the ground for some reason. And then Tyra flat-facedly asks her what her word was. And the way she squeaks out, queer. Hmm, I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> you can leave this in. Um... It's fine. Uh, but it just, it hit me so hard because she said it the way I feel like it was said to her. Like, oh, even yeah. not, not the volume so much because she could barely say it, but like, and it was just, it's just, oh, it's so rough. And to your point, Hannah, it's so, so recent, it feels yes. like. There was still so much shame in that word for her and you could hear it in her voice i think this it made me upset but it made me righteously angry at this point because tyrus says the useless phrase of sticks and stones can hurt my bones but words will never hurt me we are seeing the truth that words hurt yeah. words hurt a lot and maybe 
your stupid photo shoot experiment is bullshit. And you're seeing someone being traumatized mm -hmm. by having to have people paint such a harmful word to her on her body. And if, if you think about it, if you took just a couple minutes to actually try to see it from the perspective of the people who have to do this, it would be clear that words are incredibly harmful. I mean, they're saying in the same sentence, like suicide is the leading cause of uh, teen death. But how are they being bullied? Well, they're being bullied by words most of the time. So mm -hmm. perhaps words do means it's just I, I heard this so much as a kid of like words can't hurt you. You know, man up, buckle up. They can't hurt you. But it's like, number one, yes, they do. But then also, guess what words, hurtful words lead to? Hurtful actions. Well, yeah. to, for her to say that to Kayla after we've just heard that Kayla was bullied so horribly after she came out that she had to change schools. Yeah. It, it just, it made me so angry watching this because of how tone deaf. In the, She can't even hear it while she's speaking to someone about it. Now, I do like Kayla's power word. I thought free was a really beautiful word for her to pick. Mm. Yeah. I found it very moving how far the word queer has come and how much the community has adopted it and how it's become this like beautiful statement of individuality and openness. And that made me feel things in a better way. Also, I think it's, I think it's tough though, Hannah, because in my experience, like, I don't mind describing myself as a queer man. I don't mm. mind describing myself as part of the queer community. I think it's very generational. And I'm yeah. not saying you're not saying it is, but I, anyone I know, generally 40, 45 plus, that's not a word they won't use about themselves yeah. or it to be part of that because it was so, it was the hurtful word. Mm -hmm. Right. And I'm sure it's, I'm sure it's regional too yeah. and words develop in at different rates in different places language is really complex and it can be used in so many wonderful ways and it can be used in so many awful ways yeah. and, and really... it's such a shame because the word queer sounds so good in a southern accent <laughs> like it's any qu word really works for me <laughs> and i like i like jw use queer as like inclusive mm -hmm. when i think of queer community identify as queer it also means a queerness, lot, yeah, a queerness. But and it's also it's also so much who's saying the word too, right? And we're going to intention and we're going to see that, and... see that um, modeled in this episode with other words as well. <laughs> but like wow. so so much is who is allowed to say these things, how they're saying them, and all of these nuances just go totally past the show in this episode completely. Because if I was on that show, the words would be a lot more not TV friendly for... You'd just be a big blur. Yeah. <laughs> Even his power word would be not TV friendly. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> let's do, let's cleanse with Kendall and Jane because both mm -hmm. of them decided to not Make start the things. conversation. <laughs> Kendall goes from lanky to fierce, totally different. And then Jane... Trolls Sweet. the show. Perfect. This is baby. the best part of this episode. <laughs> yep. And also the placement yep. of the power word. <laughs> yep. Hannah, do you want to say what they were? I would love to. So Jane's bully word is big face. <laughs> Never her called power that. Word, Never called that. Her power word. Big square head. <laughs> and it's coming out like drool from her mouth and little cursive <laughs> Did anyone else jump to Third Rock from the Sun? 
yes, 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 okay. yes, yes, yes. <laughs> I just love that Jade's like, my power word, please call me big square head now. <laughs> BSH. She said, I went from two to three words. <laughs> That's the power. That's the power of math. Tara's broken. Tara doesn't even need to be bullied. Tara's broken by the fact that she has to model. Tara's broken that she's been dragged here by Chris. Yes. Yes. But here's the thing. So apparently part of the challenge is to show off your power word wherever it's written on your body. They decided to write Tara's power word right under one of her bikini straps. So she is forced to not have it tied around her neck the way it's supposed to be and figure out something she can do with this one little strap. To hold up her top. Also, I'm going to say this. If you were placing the power word and her power word is luscious lips, why wouldn't you put that on her face near her lips? Like, it's literally, it made more sense that they'd put it where Jane put her word. Or like right on her chin or... Even on her neck. Why there? Yes. She is shaking, though. She is shaking she doesn't want to be there at all this has nothing to do about sue cooler i think this has all to do with i don't want to do this oh no i don't think that i think it's modeling i don't Mm -hmm. think it has anything to do with the bullying words and all that kind of stuff the only thing she likes about this experience is hanging out with her sister yes the other person we didn't talk about it but the other person who the photographer's like you're stuck this is not working was rihanna because she had it on the underside of her arm so she had to hold up her arm in this way and they're like change it around don't do that pose and it's like that's where the fucking word is so anyway liz also has a tough bully word to have written all over you that we say too much from not liz in this episode yeah yep um her bully word is mutt and then her power word is biracial beauty, which Tyra later in the episode will get wrong. Changes. Yeah. But this is someone getting the assignment fully correct. Yes. Yes. This is literally like exactly what it is. Mm-hmm. Sarah's went from manly to athletic. I will say this was the best placement of the power word because, yeah, it makes sense for it to be on her arm and her bicep. But then mm-hmm. that also, to the point that both of you have been making during this show, means that she has to do a flexed bicep pose the entire time. This was just so... I didn't even think about it when I was watching it because there was a lot going on. But this is also <laughs> just so limiting. Yes. Like yes. Because once you get that word there, you're stuck in that pose. Oh, for sure. And you know what? There's a photography assistant that can absolutely get it. And I could barely enjoy it. Him. <laughs> <laughs> yes. What are you doing to me, show? Anne's word is giant, and her power word was Amazon. Which Tyra gave her. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. But also, as Anne describes it, she describes what real bullying looks like. When she's like, not they didn't really necessarily call her giant. They would clearly, as she passed in the halls, make Frankenstein monster noises at her, but they didn't know how to write that out. Which so, feels real. That feels like an actual thing that kids would do. That's what I'm saying. That yeah. that is what actually was happening was that no one seemingly talked to Anne. They would just make this noise as they passed her. The other thing Anne illuminates, which this episode conveniently chooses to ignore, is that they treat this like it's an epidemic that ends once you graduate high school and no one will ever bully you again. Mm-hmm. And Anne is like, oh, I can't go to the mall without getting harassed by strangers. Yeah. yeah. And then we've got something suspicious with Chris. Because her bully word was bony, and her power word is slim. Mm. Which, 
Also, again, given the meta commentary that the show's trying to make about Anna Maria, yep. it's funny that Chris just basically gets to put two thin and thin words mm-hmm. on her body and make it her whole deal. Yeah. And it goes uncommented Remarked on. on. Because Anna Maria has one of the better bully words that probably actually did get said to her. Oh, definitely. For sure. Bucktooth was Anna Maria's word. Yeah. I will say the power word was not maybe the best transformational. Oh, you didn't like sexy mouth? (laughs) Hot mouth. Sexy mouth. I wish they had done it like an under the lip tattoo and she had to pull it up. (laughs) (laughs) That got me. (laughs) What, me and JW choosing two different lips to pull apart? Yeah, Yeah, I do the upper lip. (laughs) Alexander does the lower. Just the whole thing. (laughs) Then were y'all ready for the surprise additional guest star? Of which Jane is a huge stand. Only because Amazon spoiled it for me in the description. (laughs) Demi Lovato appears to PSAS. I didn't remember this at all. Yeah, and they're great. This has been a big thing that they have done for a long time. Like Demi Lovato, for a long, long part of their journey has been until the alien stuff. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Well, you gotta you gotta pivot. You gotta keep keep keeping it fresh. But so it was actually a really good person to have on the show because anti-bullying has been a message for a long time. I couldn't get this website to load, which made me sad. Oh, I did. It's much better now. Oh, good. They have videos. It's still a little bit like not really helpful information. It doesn't seem like there are a ton of resources for it. It's just kind of like, hey, bullying sucks. And here's a flyer you can put in your classroom. That's really going to stop the bullying. Mm. Like one of the things was like, if you see someone being cyberbullied, you should write a nice comment about them. Well, that's not really going to be that helpful. So they were basically saying, take that bully word and make it a power word. (laughs) Perfect. (laughs) So... I have a question for the two of you because I have an opinion on this and uh-huh. I'm, I'm curious to see Alexander <laughs> that, uh huh. <laughs> so pointed. And I want to see what y'all think. These new, and I think they'll continue for a while backstage pre panel video. So behind the scenes is apparently very high fashion. <laughs> sure. BTS. Mm hmm. Well, how do we on think the that? fly? I hate Here's them. the thing I like the idea of it. Okay. As a gimmick, I'm like, though, that that could be cute. That could yeah. be fun. It felt so incredibly stagey to me that it took the things that would be fun about it and just completely got rid of them immediately. For oh. me, this is just so we can see Tyra hugging Andre and then <laughs> yeah. being complimented. Yeah. It's all about be- Tyra being complimented and also showing, like, see, Tyra knows fashion people. Mm-hmm. I'll always take it over the fierce rules of modeling storybook. Oh, yes. No oh. children were harmed, so that's good. Yeah, I, I I, do think, yeah, both of you are accurate that the idea does feel good. And I always like a reality show that shows a little behind the scenesness. And they actually did in the audition episode, too. So I was like, oh, maybe this will be a thing. I kind of wish, wish it was a little more, more of it. it yeah. was, I wish it was actual backstage and not, and now we're filming the backstage stuff. Mm-hmm. Right. Because that also that bell ring, unnecessary. We also didn't get death mail. Mm. No. No skull mail. This ADR about how. No Pamela time. Works. Too many people to make cry. No time for skull mail. <laughs> also, what did Mr. J actually say in that ADR thing where Mr. J said, one of you will be going home? What did he actually say to make Rihanna make that expression? 
That's what I mean. <laughs> Rihanna is here to react. She is here to put a gentle hand on a different part of her body any given moment. One hand, two hands, face, chest, ready to pat herself. <laughs> <laughs> she can do a pat your head, rub your tummy. Oh, easily. I'd make it fashion. This panel room is as It's though... very high fashion. <laughs> okay. It's as though someone's like, I need it to look like a European studio. Have I ever been to Europe? No. And there are tiny little pictures on one column wall. What are they? Why are they there? Why are the women told to scissor effect in from oh, both sides? Oh, I thought sides? that was fun. Oh, I love the scissor <laughs> effect. I, the chandeliers are on overload. The whole thing made me think high-end bathroom. Like, it felt mm -hmm. like there needed to be an attendant giving mints. They give That's the dollar. That's why that sun is there for no reason. Yep. Yes. Yep. It felt very soap opera villain to me mm. head of a magazine soap opera villain sure. models inc and then i know it's the title of the episode but i forgot who the guest judge was gonna be because it's an episode about bullying and yet we bring in diane von furstenberg who has bullied someone on this show that she has <laughs> but now she's president of whatever so she's She's and grown. whatever is very against bullying. Bullying. Mm -hmm. Let me tell you about a couple fa fun facts I found out about Diane von Furstenberg. Did you guys know that she married a prince? And she was known while she was married to him as Her Serene Highness Princess Diane of Furstenberg. Of Furstenberg. Of Furstenberg. And she continues to not to bully people. She uh, criticized Michelle Obama if she ever wears a dress from a non-American designer, she photoshopped a picture of Caitlyn Jenner pre-transition into a dress, Ooh. saying, wear a dress, feel like a woman. Ooh, and no. has, as we've noted before, talked about plus-size women really disparagingly. So we wanted Diane von Furstenberg for bullies. Hmm. Demi left too quickly. <laughs> <laughs> Not high fashion, JW. Not high fashion. When describing the shoot to the judges, <laughs> Tyra says that they are paying homage to every young person that has ever been bullied. No. This is what every bullied child wanted. <laughs> Everyone was waiting for their homage in the form <laughs> of 14 pictures. <laughs> and she later says that's what the exercise was to show the vulnerability and the pain, but that you can overcome it. Oh, that's what it was about? You can overcome it while also showing off a word on your chest. Lexi is first. Can I talk about something that it has nothing to do with the, the words at all? Because <laughs> I almost have to remove Please. those. One issue that every model has is where to put their hands because almost everyone's hands are a nightmare in every shot. And yes. also this paint clearly comes off very easily because Gosh. everyone also gets weird smeared words. But th this is the thing. I actually wish they went further with that because I think there's some kind of power in wiping away the word. I agree. I think that and could have been cool. More too. of more of the word should have been wiped away. Mm, if it had been more intentional, it could have been yes. very powerful. Like the, if the painters had written the words and then smeared them. Mm. Yeah. And then the only one that was super clear was the power. Was word. the power. Yes. Word. Exactly. Yeah. But that's a lot of thought that this photo shoot did not mm -hmm. have. 
This is a very good photo of Lexi. Yes. I think this makeup and yes. bump it hairstyle are very good for Lexi. She really takes a 70s, 60s aesthetic there. You know who? She could have been our first mod girl. <gasps> oh, Imagine. she could have been mod. Imagine. <laughs> yeah, I think, I and to talk about this photo shoot, I did like the 60s-ish uh, styling. Of, I like, did too. The, we're writing, like, it's almost feeling like a laugh-in moment. It's very Bridget Bardot to me. Yeah. That big cat eyeliner and the big hair, big curls. Yeah. I think it's pretty good for Lexi, yeah. who isn't necessarily great at photos. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Casey is next. Okay. Before we talk about Casey's photo, when they scissored in, <laughs> Casey was wearing at least four necklaces. Yeah. When she walks up, they are gone and her neck is bare. Well, as we'll learn, Casey always comes in with layers upon layers of fashion <laughs> and i think i think half the panel is probably her removing them mm-hmm. what's very strange to me about casey's photo is she had her ri- power word written twice yeah. oh yeah and you actually can't see her bully word and i'm gonna say it's because of trademark stuff <laughs> i'm gonna stick to it <laughs> This photo's okay. You just can't really see her. No, and I think her head is like disconnected from her body. And again, it's one of the that that left arm, that hand just perfectly glued to her hip. <laughs> then we have Jane. Sorry, guys. I'll never get over Big Square. <laughs> so funny. Her face really is so beautiful. It really is. Her body is not very good. No. And it's it's very awkward to see the smeared words when her hands aren't on them. Yeah, because uh-huh, it uh-huh, looks uh-huh, like uh-huh. she has two poorly applied stage bruises. Yeah, or she's a chimney sweep. <laughs> <laughs> I wish that had been her bully word, chimney sweep. <laughs> and everyone's like, even... "What?" She's like, "You can't tell me I wasn't called that." <laughs> you can't even read Big Square Head. Of course you can. It's tiny no, and it's, it's coming so out of long. her. <laughs> it looks like she's a comic book character that has a little word bubble coming out. Just says face and one says big <laughs> face <laughs> also again just limp hand on the chest limp hand to the side this is i honestly would have put this lower than it ultimately goes this is one of my least favorite yeah kayla's next now it's time for tyra to force kayla to cry again we'll talk about our photo but at the end tyra says as if she's solved kayla now go back there and be happy That's not even the worst part to me. The worst part of this to me from Tyra is that she says, Kayla's modeling is only going to get better now that she's come clean. (sighs) Kayla did not come clean on this show. Kayla came out in high school in a really brave and really terrifying moment that followed her around and caused her a lot of trauma. You don't get to claim credit for Kayla's bravery and honesty. And I'm going to be brave. And say, I don't think this photo is good, but she gets credited because the show wants to pat itself on the back. I think her face is quite nice. I think it's a good angle on her face. And I like that for almost accidentally, the word free is like more well lit than everything else. Yes. Which I, I do think it's good. It's just part of this, this whole photo shoot was shadowed and lit really weird. So it kind of looks like film noir It's so extreme. Yeah. Yeah. Also, Diane von Furstenberg has to throw in her word salad. Be like, I really like that you chose free because free is the most important thing you can. If you look for the freedom, then you will fly. Like, fuck off, VF. 
That's that's our serene princess or whatever you said earlier. <laughs> yeah, her serene highness. Liz is next. Armpit. I wish they had written any of the word right in that pit. <laughs> I wish that. I love her face in this. I think her face looks very oh, different yeah. and she very striking. She took the styling really well, too. Mm-hmm. Nigel thinks he has permission <laughs> to say mutt to her face repeatedly. It's so bad. And then and then it's not here, but later on when she gets called, Tyra just changes it to biracial butterfly. And I'm like, well, that's not even what she said. That's canonically Jane. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Don't put that on Liz. <laughs> but I like I like the photo. Her she's almost like clawing the word off. Mm. Like she got she understood what to do with her hands. Yeah. In yes. a way no one else did. Yeah. One claw, one hidden. Perfect. The armpit wasn't, like, yeah. so well lit. So well lit. Next up is Esther. Okay, so hold up. So, a good thing, and then I finally have, I want to scream about Esther first. Great, do yes. I love the way Esther reacts to things. And when her name I is called, you. her going like, ooh, ooh, and just, like, be bopping down, very happy, <laughs> just like, me, Esther? Perfect. Then they cannot stop asking her her cup size and you can tell that she's so done with it because she doesn't even give the full thing anymore she's like Mm -hmm. gee and they're like wow i could barely i know i hide it i'm wearing loose garment on top for this like stop talking about esther's breast when it doesn't come up in the photo stop bullying esther about her body yes i think tyra chose this photo because she's like next to her boob there's I, I just, mm, this is clearly not, this is not Esther's best photo. No. There's no way. No way. They chose this because of boob, so they could talk about it more. Also, she got really odd placement for her power word. Yeah. Yes. Like, what a weird angle for you to have to achieve to make sure Weirdo that Weirdo on her belly looks like the power word, the way that it's It does, placed. actually. It also just struck me that Esther is another one of our very few contestants who is not incredibly incredibly thin and constantly gets bullied for it by the judges yeah oh that's true Mm -hmm. kendall is next talk about someone who takes the makeup well i cannot she even got more makeup than everyone else Mm. i can't get over how pretty her face looks and how well it took this makeup i have one problem with her face (gasps) it looks like her eyes are rolling back in her head i wish she had opened her eyes just a tiny bit more because i do think that's the makeup it's like that big expanse of white White. eyeshadow yeah i don't i just i there's something about it maybe it's the film more and the fact that it's a little bit of a side eye situation that just really works for me there's a part of me that just wishes her body kind of wasn't in the photo and it was a super close-up beauty shot Mm. Because the body is awkward. The body's really awkward. We learn that Tyra doesn't know what vertebrae are. <laughs> yeah. Ready? Are you ready for my new Andre Leontali micro-impression? Please. Your spinal cord! <laughs> ah, <laughs> it was a loud micro-impression. Yeah. You gotta pack it in. You gotta pack a lot into that little impression. <laughs> Sarah is next. Mm. You know, this bando top is Ooh. so low, so ill fitted. It's another person that I generally like the face, and that's it. That's the journey. I, I don't really like the face here. Really, Mm-mm. I don't think it's as as pretty as she is. 
I agree. It's not a good angle for her. No. Also, in addition to Esther being bullied about her body, Andre's being a little bullying about Sarah's body, mm-hmm. telling her that he doesn't like the muscles when her word is athletic. Yeah, I I thought that too. I was like, beyond the fact that you're kind of body shaming her in the bullying episode, but also that's literally what she's saying was the thing that she was bullied for. It's like, no, yeah, I'm telling you that. I'm telling you that that's a thing that I've mm-hmm. been, that has been commented on. Didn't like. Now it's Tara's turn. And then... This whole song and dance of like, I wouldn't have even known they were sisters. Well, yeah, they don't look alike. (laughs) No. It was unnecessary to announce it. This photo makes me feel so uncomfortable because it looks like someone's forcing her to undress. And then for Tyra to say, don't be obvious. So you should put the strap in your Mouth. mouth. First of all. That would still cover up the power word. That wouldn't solve Uh the issue that she was trying to solve. Mm -hmm. Second, this is already something that you're putting them all in teeny tiny bikinis. Painting their body. Like, there's so much about this that is already so easy to go in the show's parlance. Hoochie. And you ask her to put a bikini strap in her mouth? After giving a whole song and dance about, it's about showing vulnerability. Small thing that I'm shocked they didn't cover up just for this photo. She also has a tattoo of it seems like her own name. Yeah. Oh yeah. I wasn't but when your body is covered in words, I'm shocked they didn't put like a little tattoo cover on that. Yeah. Because then it looks like one of her bully words was people calling her Tara. How dare you be of the earth? (laughs) Second sister is next, Chris. I, this is not good. No, we've seen very few good poses in this episode, and this is one of the most awkward. Also, her makeup is bananas that they put on her. Yes. Yeah, and also the fact that all the red words are on her neck really Mm -hmm. makes it look like she's been strangled or is currently actively bleeding. Like it's Also, you can't see slim. Nope. No, not at all. Yeah, this is a rough picture for Chris. And then Tyra says, you need to go there. And I said, where? (laughs) (laughs) Home? (laughs) Chelsea is next. It's interesting. This is a reverse for me where I actually like the body and I don't like the face. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, because there is something possessed about Chelsea's face. I honestly still think she was like, got it casper fearless ghost stuff like i think there you go the famously hard. violent ghost <laughs> famously violent because tyra when she's like ah oh, you were a ghost mm, i'm gonna kill you i'm like yeah like casper does <laughs> yeah doesn't christina ricci famously die in that movie? <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> devin sawa killed her and mur- and murdered her father too spoilers <laughs> Oh, sorry. Spoilers. <laughs> Bill Paxton and Christina Ricci are killed by the ghost of Devin Sawa. And that's not even the movie. Um, <laughs> I agree with you. I, I think she's got one of the best bodies. And she was like, where's my word? Here? Perfect. It's going to be the main thing you actually look at is the word fearless. Mm-hmm. Rihanna is next. Y'all, one Armpit! Of my, one of my favorite notes of all time is Rihanna doesn't fit in anyone's files. <laughs> <laughs> unorganizable <laughs> I don't know how else she was supposed to show you that word 
except with this body position. There was there was no other way. The leg was a little funny, but sure. It kind of her agree hand the on the leg makes it look like she's pulling up the leg. And she is. There is something so stupid, literally, I guess, about the word stupid being half written on one side of her bikini. Stew. And then on the other side. Like, what body paint artist was having a field day with this one? She's another one who needed to open her eyes a little bit more. Especially because they painted that heavy black shadow. He's like, why would you give that makeup to Rihanna, whose eyes are already so bedroomy? Yeah. Her mouth is nice. Mm. And then we have Anna Maria. In another, I need to say, terrible shirt. Oh, awful. I'm going to say something, but I don't know if this will be an unpopular opinion. I think she's got one of the better photos. I think her face is quite stunning. I also think that if you were going for this thing, her kind of covering up her body, almost trying to hide. There's like an actual accidental story happening here. Mm -hmm. The problem is the story that Tyra makes about why they had to pick this photo. I agree with you, JW. I think her face looks really nice. Even Diane Van Furstenberg slips it in. Mm -hmm. She's like, oh yeah, she could be a model. Okay, so here's the thing about this. I'll I'll get started. Like, they essentially end up eliminating Anna Maria because they have decided they cannot look at her body. And they're, in their words, they are worried about what she represents to people watching the show. And I just think that if that was something that you truly, honestly thought... Why did you let her in this house? We mm-hmm. saw Why her, was she first called? We saw her have a nothing audition. You had no reason to put her in this house. Yep. You had other people. You didn't want to humiliate Jordan. Why not put her in this house? And I just... Vanessa, I'll never get over it. And, <laughs> and it's just... They want so badly to villainize Anna Maria. And look, from the little we get of her talking about it, I do think that she was dealing with some stuff. Yeah, I agree. I agree. But to put her on the show to make her a human PSA for this mm-hmm. is just so disgusting to me. It's one of the worst things top models done and it really upset me. Especially when they're they're saying both the quiet and the loud parts loud. <laughs> yeah. When they're like we just don't like looking at you. They all, yeah, they get the message wrong. After all the heavily coaching that was done, heavy coaching that was done pre this panel it seems like because everyone has a word ready to go they still get it wrong when diane von Furstenberg is like beauty is health i'm like fuck off yeah fuck off yeah can you imagine anyone dealing with a chronic illness hearing that message uh-huh anyone overweight who's not on this show yeah we've had mm-hmm. contestants like isabella who was dealing with epilepsy oh i'm sorry was she not beautiful because she was dealing with something that may not be quote unquote health ah, mercedes and i'm sorry the whole thing about diane saying that is that exactly i feel like she is saying wait wait well i was gonna finish but was <laughs> that you're already there alexander is that she would also say that about a plus size model yes mm-hmm. mm. yeah exactly and it's it's what we're dealing with now i think and this is a tangent but like in the like health and wellness that's going on right now where it's like well we can't say skinny and fat what we will say is one should be healthy Healthy. and and healthy is what we want everyone to be but it's like no but that's not what you're saying or advocating you're saying thin but you've been told that that is no longer okay to say Mm -hmm. so we'll just say health health well it's just 
as, like like you said, it is especially coming from Diane von Furstenberg, who has a history of fat phobia and just general gross bullying terrible. Well, and it words. also just feels like a representative of the fashion industry at large trying to cover ass uh-huh. by taking yeah. this young woman and making an example out of her and being like, no, sometimes being this skinny is wrong. And it's on and we'll know it when we see it. And it's because of something you're doing. Because next up is Anne. And that's the thing. You can't you can't shame. Uh, uh, I don't want to talk well, about then it anymore. They shame, <laughs> no. they shame Anna Maria. So Anne comes up. Anne's photo, I think, is quite good. She knows what to do with her hands. Her, face, her face looks stunning. amazing. But then they basically use Anne against Anna Maria. And they're like, see, Anne? Anne looks good. I like to look at Anne. You, Anna Maria? Gross. But it is a very good picture, especially of her oh, face. Oh, it's great. <sighs> Because Anne knows how to model. And what she's doing with the hand and the hair is also gorgeous. Mm-hmm. I like that Tyra had some references for other super tall models like Anne. Three even. I know not a two. Can you imagine? I wonder if Tyra's like, I know this is going to come up. <laughs> I <got her>. <laughs> <laughs> Private panel. Private panel. I feel like it's meek. Yeah. Yeah. Andre? Nigel. <laughs> Nigel. I love that. I love us just saying other people's names at the same time. <laughs> Andre, Nigel. <laughs> you, get, you go, you go. Try you to pedal over. <laughs> Nigel, no one has ever told Anne that her hips are too wide. Well, see, I saw it. Yes, that's true. I saw it as Nigel finding a new way to bully someone. Mm. <laughs> He's like, also, by the way, Anne, wide hips. I think your hips are too wide did nigel take the wrong lesson he was like all these bully words helpful <laughs> can add <laughs> oh new descriptors thank you uh, i wrote uh, the note and i barely remember the the like words that he said but andre describes esther like you describe a bad charcuterie plate this made me so i hated this Sorry, I this I he hates her. Mature, he hates her. Overly ripe, bordering on stale because of her body. Yep, well, especially the ripe. Mm-hmm. I mean, come on, we know what that's coded for. Yeah, I didn't like this mm-hmm. at all. Also, we're still not done with Dracutude. Leave it behind. Well, and Tyra's the one doing it now. Yeah, I think Andre might leave it behind if we were allowing them to do so. <laughs> uh, Diane does one fun thing. To be objective, at the end, when they all hold hands, and Diane barely touches Nigel's and then refuses <laughs> to hold it, good, <laughs> fine. Yes. Sure. I just hate it that, like, let's all hold hands and pat ourselves on the back. So did Diane. We? Yes. <laughs> Princesses don't hold hands with commoners. She was still patting herself on the back, though. Yes. She's like image rehabilitated. That's Good why work, that Diane. hand wasn't free for hand holding. She was patting. <laughs> she was for patting t- both. both. Patting <laughs> both. Oh my gosh. If I ever have a, the next time I'm pre-writing a joke for the, for the real world. The next time I feel like a friend is patting themselves on the back too much. I'm gonna be like, Ugh, what a Paddington bear. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Only if they're bears, JW. Yes, perfect. Only if they're obsessed with marmalade. (laughs) Who isn't? (laughs) See, Hannah, you got to learn about the queer community. We (laughs) love marmalade. (laughs) Hannah, I'm both gay and British because my hands are always (laughs) covered in jam. (laughs) (sighs) I do like, and I love this about the two of you. I want to praise the two of you. I want to do my own anti-bullying. 
I love that this podcast, even when we have to dive into the murky murkiness, a real stupid joke can just bring me back. Just bring, <laughs> I hope that happens for the listeners too, because mm-hmm. sometimes these are rough to get through, but like a good classic marmalade joke can really, <laughs> just the wholesomeness. Bring it around, bring, yeah, it around. bring it around. It's the sweet to the sour. <laughs> um, there is no mention of digital art. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's true. I guess it's just a foregone conclusion now because we will get it. And there's no mention of sharing the prize. First call out, no, doesn't get. Well, are there going to be prizes? Who know? Are there going to be challenges? Who can Who say? Knows? That's a good point, though. Maybe we'll, we'll have to see because maybe she just knows that there isn't a challenge next week. So she doesn't mention mm-hmm. it. Or maybe prizes are gauche. Which is a shame and because not high, high fashion. fashion. We talked about that we like that. I hope it comes back, actually. Me too. First call out. And. Correct. Uh, correct. I'm going to say it, though. I liked her. I liked her picture. And I, and the fact that she gets second, there's a part of me that even though I think Anne deserves it, and maybe I'm just thinking about how many she's going to get, I would have almost given it to Kayla. But I think I'm just giving it to her because I feel like the show tortured her. Mm. Well, that's why they give her second place. That's yeah. what I'm saying. I also, I liked her picture quite a lot. Sure. Too. Sure. And they Kayla's were, second. and they're all hashtag free Kayla. <laughs> free Kayla. You did it. Chelsea is next. Yeah. Then Kendall. Then Lexi. I think should have maybe been higher. I agree. I would have given her third or fourth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Then Liz also should have been higher. Yeah. Biracial butterfly. Yep. That's where it comes out. Then Abby Lee. <laughs> then Esther. Who I'm kind of surprised they put where they I'm did. surprised mm-hmm. they put her that high. And then God is good, Chris. I love a quick God is good for any for any instance. It's so <laughs> southern to me. Then Rihanna. I would have put Rihanna higher, actually. Yes. Probably higher than Chris. Yeah. And then Casey and Sarah is third from the bottom, which it's not, it wasn't great, but it wasn't third worst, I don't think. Which leaves Tara v. Ana Maria. And Tyra starts whispering. So interesting. These two Mm. ladies that stand before me. Yeah. Mm. And then Rihanna starts nodding along to Tyra's PSA about thinness. I think they were all directed to nod. Hmm. I think there was a producer on the side holding up a nod sign. (laughs) It's just, it is so, mm, we know we talked about it, but it is so disingenuous to have this fake concern about beauty standards and thinness when there is not a single plus size contestant on this show. And you're treating the one woman with anything bigger, like a sideshow freak. Yes. And then we're going to send her off and tell her to eat more. What is this gross recipe that Tyra concocts of avocado butter toast that she wants (laughs) Anna Maria to eat? I do love that Anna Maria's not giving Tyra anything. A limp hug. Good luck, ladies. Doesn't even walk towards them. (laughs) And then just being like, I don't want you to lose work because you're too skinny. Eat a sandwich. Okay. And well, Anna Maria like, leaves being weird, like walking the weird line of if you actually think that this woman has a disorder, and we've all said that she we think that she is having some body image issues potentially. Yeah. yeah. You know what the solution isn't? Go eat a sandwich. I hate it when people say that. Yeah. They, the, the show the show goes the show goes to that well a lot too. Yeah. If only you just ate eat healthy. Eat healthy. Okay. I do kind of love that Anna Maria is like Okay, if multiple agencies tell me this, I'll start considering it. (laughs) I could When she said that, I was like, I can't wait for the update. Also, she gave them zero packing 
talking because she was probably just shitting on the show. Yeah. Just cussing the whole time. Get That's ready. That New York attitude. <laughs> Get ready for a pretty wild update. Ooh. It is not Ooh. what you're going to think. And there's also a weird fun fact? Question mark? Her name was Ana Maria Merdita, which is a great name. All, all said together. Real musical. Yeah. Well. <gasps> so I, Why am I so good at this, Jen? I mean... <laughs> She goes by Anna now, spelled all caps A-A-N-A, because now she's she's a techno music artist. What? Yep. Her Instagram bio, which is just um, at A-A-N-A, creating things, NYC, still that New York girl, (laughs) and Mm. DM email for booking. Really deep techno music, too. I found the SoundCloud, did a listen. Fun stuff, though. Um, uh, Their website is Anna Create. Spelled again with the double A at the top. Um, does a lot of photography that's good photography and a lot of creative direction too. Okay, here's a fun math thing. You actually mentioned it earlier, Alexander. Anna Maria was the second person in the show's history to be called first at casting and then sent home first. Uh, Mila was the very first person that ever mm. happened to. And I totally oh, forgot that, yeah. she was, that she was called first at casting. Then there is this wild rumor that someone wrote a whole blog post on, but it wasn't a shamey blog post. It was just a, can you believe they did this? The You know, they have those promo images. We actually use it in our current logo for the show right now. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Of each of the pre-makeover contestants. They edited Jane's legs onto Anna Maria's body. And they're literally the same legs slightly rotated. And there's someone who does like, who's like a Photoshop person who does the back and forth. And they're the same. They just increased the shading, did a couple little tricks, but literally the exact same shapes. And people were asking, was it because... Of the whole skinny, too skinny thing with Anna Maria, or they someone did the deep dive themselves to find the photo of when they were both wearing the same tops that they think the photos were taken right afterwards. And Anna Maria was one of the only people wearing pants. So there's more, they're like, uh. I think she was just wearing pants and they wanted everyone's legs to be showing. Mm. And so they just popped them over because they also changed what Chris was wearing and put Chelsea's top on top of Chris. What? That's wild. <laughs> Isn't that weird? That's like so weird. <laughs> so many hoops to jump through. But yeah, Anna Maria is now basically Anna, the musician, and seems to be doing some really cool and slightly weird stuff. And again, there's some really good photography, in my personal opinion. I just, my impression of Anna Maria is I don't feel like we got to know her at all. Not at all. No. Because we didn't learn about her in auditions, and then we were plopped in information from that to, like, also kind of villainize her so we could get rid of her really easily. That I don't feel like we got anything from her. Yeah, the show wanted us so badly to be on the side of the show that they did everything possible to not show her in a good light. Yes. But they kind of just didn't show her in any light, which maybe I'm reaching, but it feels like she actually didn't give them that much negative footage. And so they used every yeah. single little bit of it to try to make her this bad guy so they could justify sending her home when she delivered, again, in my opinion, a perfectly average, if not above average, first photo. I just hate that she was a prop for the show. Yeah, that's how it really feels. Yeah, she was the example. And if you're the example, you should rate, review, and subscribe <laughs> to the podcast. Love Perfect. We love hearing from you. Your iced tea, your hot takes, you should... Also, reach out to us at podleadum at gmail.com or head on to podleadum.com. That's where we have our 
P.O. Box address. I realize I forgot to check it this time. So who knows? It'll be in there next time. Hope you sent something perishable. <laughs> you can find me anywhere at Yet Charming. Come say hi on Instagram at Hannah Jane Ginsburg. And I'm on Twitter at JW Crump. And be sure to use the hashtag PodLeadem anytime you do. Otherwise, I refuse to look at it now. Done. Me, Alexander, I'm done with it. <laughs> I don't want to sift shuffle through all that serbian snow anymore it's back it went away and now it's back it's still winter alexander (laughs) (laughs) so for pod leadum i have been alexander price i'll be hannah jane ginsburg and i'm jw crump and we'll see you on top pod leadum is not endorsed by america's next top model tyra banks 10 by 10 entertainment or any of their subsidiaries it is intended for entertainment informational purposes only america's next top model and all names pictures and audio clips are registered trademarks and copyrights of their respective trademark and copyright holders 